So, you know, I've been doing this um, Temple of the Goddess course and it's just fascinating. Like every time you, you see me, every time I come out of there, I'm just like, like mind blown about the things, you know, this like ancient wisdom that I'm, I'm learning and how we can, you know, how that, that system, what parts of that system worked and how we can maybe return to some of that, how we can give the goddess back her story and ultimately use some of these thinking, this thinking to make our, you know, make society a more, um, not just female friendly, but everybody friendly type place where we're not just looking after the one, we're looking after the all and um, that kind of thing. And like again, there's just such great ancient wisdom there and origins. I'm like learning origin stories too. You know, not like Wolverine origin story. But yeah, those like, would have interested me a lot more. Well, oh, it's the goddesses though, so it's going to be like Storm and Rogue. <laughs> I know Rogue, Rogue's origin story actually. Um that's just when Jean gets drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Continue. I didn't mm-hmm. uh, just. My mind went somewhere else. We can go further into that another time. At any rate, though. <laughs> so. On the Patreon. Yeah. Um, one of the things that <clears throat> I was like fascinated by. This origin story was um you know so there's this shiva and shakti right and like these are like the ma- the energies of feminine energy and masculine energy not gender specific female and male but like these types of energies and um but for the purposes of this we are going to refer to them as as him and her and zim and zir there's a story about that shakti actually was the first one you know she was the one so some, there's some school of thought that you know Shiva was first, and out of Shiva came Shakti, but then this is saying that Shakti was first, and then Shiva came, and she gave him all of the teachings. She told him all of the teachings, and then he gave them back to her. <laughs> and I was like, "Huh, that's where mansplaining came from." It's <laughs> like, ah, yeah. okay, so this is not a modern thing. Like, this is a, a really old thing, uh, this mansplanation business. Well, Sheba was very wise. He knew that he had to take this information given to him by the female and and then explain it to her so her poor woman brain would understand. And I think he's, he's a revolutionary. And uh, we owe him a great debt of gratitude for his work in, in mansplanation. Hmm. The other thing, too, that I was like, whoa, you know, is as the centuries have gone past, it it became, especially like in Hinduism and uh, yogic, ancient yogic stories and philosophy, in these old texts that there were gods. You know, three main gods specifically. We're not going to go there. And these gods had consorts, these females, you know, and the, the they were goddesses. And the gods were up here and still the goddesses were a little bit lower, right? Because the gods were going to be. As it were, should be, yeah. They were in gotcha. charge. Yeah. So, <laughs> whereas before it, it was, they were more on equal ground. Or maybe even the goddesses were a little higher and the gods were their consorts, you know. But then... What I learned was 
So yes, we have these gods and these males and they have these consorts. But it's because the consorts, like the man needed, needed, needed to be dominated by a woman. Like the gods needed to be dominated by these goddesses. But it would only take a, you know, a woman, if we're going down to that level, who was like self-realized enough to really accomplish that. And I was like, huh, what do you know? The first dominatrix. Wow. So Shiva might have been getting pegged. A little backdoor action by, uh, what was the other one? Shakti. Shakti, yeah. Sorry, I was getting to want to say <laughs> Shira, and I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> that's something very different. That's a different goddess. Yeah, it's fascinating. So you've been, you have this temple of the goddess that has like been eye-opening and life-changing for you. This reminds me of when I was younger, and I learned the the teachings of um, the great Sin Dog and Be Real on the album The Temple of Boom, of Cypress Hill. I, I see, some, I see some parallels here. Oh, yeah. I have nowhere to go with that. It was <laughs> Temple of the Doll or Temple of the Bo- Goddess and then Temple of Boom. And that's that's where it ended. I should have had more thought into this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do I get a spanking now? I mean, you need to be dominated. <laughs> We're adulting. Uh, you're under the influence. All right, Miss Bottle of Prosecco before noon. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're both under the influence. I mean, I might not enjoy you eating my pussy, but that doesn't mean I don't need to do it. And I said I was okay with a finger. I never said a thumb and three fingers. There's a fucking difference. I'm not really into butt play. But if you want me to strap it on and peg you, I will. Nothing, and I mean nothing, kills the mood more than, oh God, the baby has a shitty diaper. It's over. And we are adulting. Under the influence. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Let's do this. Okay, Ted Mosby. I know, man. After after a few (laughs) bourbons, I can, like a world championship level beatboxer. I I haven't had bourbon, if that sounded really bad to you. I have not been drinking bourbon because today we're recording these earlier in the day than we normally do. Yeah, because we went out last night and stayed out too late and didn't do our podcast no we came home and um had the sex instead of the podcasting so yeah we did it was nice Mm -hmm. it was fun Mm -hmm. uh but i will say uh we're having some bloody marys this morning and they are quite delightful Mm -hmm. the stainless steel straw is a nice touch i think yeah it gets down because i've started adding horseradish to Mm -hmm. the bloody mary after our trip to new york after we had those at the jane that clearly had a lot of horseradish in it so started doing that and uh, digging it. I think this is a good Sunday recording of Sunday morning, midday recording of the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. Yeah. The little one is napping. The teenager is out and about playing football with his friends. So mm-hmm. we're podcasting and enjoying beverages. I'm Jean, by the way. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm Jason. This is our <laughs> podcast. Welcome. Thank you for joining us again. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something, but I can't remember what. Oh, yeah. 
next week is Mother's Day. Mm. I always forget I get this like extra holiday. I know this is a going to be your second one and your your dad will be here so i might even get more of a break than normal yeah we will take care of the kids and let you do your thing let you we're taking you out to a nice brunch Mm -hmm. at a restaurant we've both been very excited to try um i'm gonna be out there with four dudes yep just this this is my harem yep trying to make your day the best it can be Mm -hmm. mimosas bloody marys whatever you want to drink and eat little exploration around the town that where we're going to be mm-hmm, eating yep. and then home for you to do whatever the hell you want yeah we can't stay too long though because we're getting on nap time yeah we'll be getting close to toddler nap time so uh luckily he is napping later so that will help yes uh, but yeah we go we do brunch little exploring then we come home then you go soak in the bathtub mm-hmm. maybe i'll schedule o- a massage oh a massage would be good they might be pretty booked up. You might want to get on that I pretty know. damn quick. I know. Or at least maybe a pedicure. Yeah, that would be nice. It'd be nice to go get one while my current pedicure still looks halfway decent. And yeah, get you a not pedicure. Not when it's like, you know, paint's like chipping off. And Yeah, massage might not be a good idea if you have a fresh tattoo. <laughs> I have a feeling that's not going to happen before next weekend. Oh, okay. Well, we can just try. A just a thought. Uh, I have a feeling that's going to be a wait. Really? I do. To get in at the studio you want to yeah. go to? Okay. I was going to say, we, I was going to look into that other studio. We can look there too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I need to kind of figure out, like, nail down a little bit more of what it is that I want to get. What you want to get and where you want to get it? Yeah. I mean, I, I have some, I, I do have some thoughts, ideas. No, and actually, I just added another thought and idea to my head. <laughs> so we can talk about that. Unless yeah, I, I talk about so now. I can talk about it now. Do it right now? Sure. Do we talk about it right now or go get the tattoo right now? We can just take the laptop, the microphones, and go to the tattoo no, that shop. that could be something we could potentially arrange. That would be cool to kind of do a, a podcast while you're getting tattooed. Yeah, kind of like being on the radio where you're getting a tattoo. Yeah, man. I wonder who thought of that idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy. Mm-hmm. This guy right here, yeah. I did. I was sitting on 1955 Panhead Harley in the booth at a bongos tattoo and body piercing in Paris, Texas, getting tattooed on the air radio station and now that tattoo is covered up yep it was a cheesy tribal scorpion which is now covered up with venom's head <laughs> it was a you know black tribal tattoo i did something big and dark to cover it up and what better than venom's five head yeah it's a big forehead so i have not gotten a tattoo since we've been together no since before we met yeah uh, it was march before you and I met that that was my last tattoo was that the one back here the, the spiral yeah the spiral mm-hmm. that's what I thought yeah I've had two since we met mm-hmm. Chucky yep and then the the moons here on my arm yep I have a lot more in mind mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know my, I know I don't want my next one to be I think but I have, I have one that, that I want to do that's going to be kind of like a mashup of two things for our, you know our kids um, oh yeah! Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, Those yeah, guys. for them. <laughs> yeah, I want to do like a, a kind of a mashup between Monsters Inc. and Calvin and Hobbes. Right? Yeah, you've mentioned that before. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do I do the characters where they look like Calvin and Hobbes, but they're colored and have fur, and you know the color of the Monsters Inc. characters, or I do I do them like the monsters look like the Monsters Inc. characters, but be colored like Calvin and Hobbes. 
I don't know. I'm busy thinking about my tattoos, not oh, yours. Well, I need your help here. I need you to... <sighs> Jesus. Fucking Shakti did not teach you your place for shit. I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that I am surrounded by males for a reason. <laughs> So and it's it's learn. not it's not so to exactly. be it's not to be submissive to them. No. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that over dinner that I cooked. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> I do like to cook. I've already been planning meals for next weekend since my dad's going to be mm-hmm. here. It's, I'm planning a you know Mother's Day meal for you. Oh, um, you have options. You can either you can pick the meal or I can surprise you with the mm, meal. Okay, so. Be thinking on that. Okay. Talk your tattoo options. Drop well, so I wanted, I've wanted for a long time to get, you know, a tattoo that says fierce. Yeah. On it, you know, and I don't know, like, f- at first I was thinking I would do like a Chinese symbol on my wrist. And then I was thinking maybe do some kind, like maybe actually do it in some type of um, print you know like a certain kind of not like old english though right i don't no i don't think so okay more like typewriter (laughs) i don't know (laughs) more like something in negative i'm not really sure that's why i gotta like draw it out a little bit and then another idea i had was for um the symbol of the triple goddess you know yeah yeah triple goddess is the um the maiden the matron, I guess, is, is what the next one is. And then the crone. And it's also like moons. Build crone. And then um, somewhere in there, I saw this really cool design with some really pretty like wildflowers mm-hmm. in it. And you know that freaking flower we got at the farmer's market the past couple of weeks. Oh, that beautiful like deep red color. Oh, I love it so much. So something, if I could do a color like that. And then the other thing I was thinking, you know, remember back a long time ago when we were talking about getting that s- double spiral? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. That matching tattoo. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think any of those would be good choices. The the fierce on the wrist there. I'm, I'm kind of glad you're going away from the Chinese symbol because that's like it's cultural appropriation or no, something. No, it's just basic white girl <laughs> shit. Like, get that with a like that on your wrist with a pumpkin spice latte in your hand, um, and you're like, uh, what is the bag? A Louis Vuitton bag or Coach bag or whatever. No, I don't your spend arm. that much money on a bag. I know, but like that's that's what I imagine when I hear that. And then like old English text would be like basic cholo. So yeah, like like your idea better though. I want people to be able to read it. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> um, so definitely not Chinese, definitely not Old English. Okay, okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I think mm-hmm. these look good. Cool. Nice. So, yeah, so, so do you? Soon. So let me ask you a question. Yes. When uh, you're behind me looking at the two Chinese tattoos I have on my back, are you saying that basic white bitch in your head? Say, like, mm, damn, this is a sexy basic white bitch. <laughs> basic sexy, sexy. This basic white bitch got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> she needs her hair pulled. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. No, okay. Needs an ass smack. <laughs> 
Something like that. <laughs> you know, basic white girl shit. Come on. You've seen Fifty Shades. Oh, God. <laughs> we saw yeah. the, like, 17th one in the theater, or at least part of it. Yeah, and then we left and went to Barnes & Noble, because that shit sucked. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so fucking we bad. Did, so we did read uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. I read it to you on the way to here. Yeah, moving. When we, we were, were driving, yeah. I was like, I thought this would be fun. The books were all $2 a piece at half price books. So that's, like... An eighth price book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there. so bad. And then we w- actually watched the movie, which made a lot more sense after I read the book. Because the first time I read, the first time I tried watching the movie, I was like, "This is the most awful, horrible thing I've ever seen." And it's fucking bad. Like, there's no yeah. doubt the movies are. But the, it makes the movie was it makes really more bad. sense having read the book. People, you shouldn't have to read the book. Like the, I know. the movie should just make sense on its own. That's that's the point of a movie. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to read the book. And it, it was one of those cases where, you know, usually you read the book and then you see the movie and you're like, oh, the book was so good. The movie sucked. But in this case, it was like, wow, which one sucked more? Yeah. <laughs> they were both really fucking bad. Yeah. Really fucking bad. And I, I don't, I've never had that experience. Normally, if I'm reading a book and it's that bad, I stop. And then if there's a movie, I'm like, well, I'm damn sure not watching that piece of shit. You know, I think one of the things that bothered me the most about the book, I don't know if they really delved into this in the movie, was the fact that the pill that she got put on, birth control pill, was the mini pill. Yeah. Which is the the, progesterone only pill. Yeah. Which there's only like certain types of situations that you would elect to use that. And yeah, it's not as effective, so... It was weird. There were a lot of things weird about that. Mm-hmm. Did a, did a man or a woman write those? A woman. woman. That's what I thought. I feel like if a man had written those, they would not have been as as popular. I don't think they would have gone over as big, but like... That's like a, probably true. And a lot of women saw that as empowering for some reason. Being submissive was empowering to them. Or being able to like be open about it. Yeah. I think to talk about it and to be open about it I don't think that the movie, though, I don't know. I don't know what a true dom-sub relationship is like, so. Yeah. I feel like it's not that, though. No, it's, um, I don't know. And, you know, I understand, uh, I understand wanting to kind of normalize that and, you know, make people, mm-hmm. let people who are really into those types of things and are really turned on by those types of things, you know, let them know, hey, you're not alone. You're not a weirdo for liking this. There are a lot of other people out there that do. Uh, but I think the damaging things it did was it made it trendy mm-hmm. to a lot of women who maybe aren't necessarily really into that, but it's the new trendy thing. Also, I think it'll make a lot of women put up with shitty abusive controlling men Mm -hmm. thinking that they're a dom and oh this is how it's supposed to be no he's just a piece of shit and you don't know enough about this lifestyle yet to realize that and to recognize it and i know there are a lot of like online organizations and groups that you know help will help guide people in this type of lifestyle interesting i didn't know that that's Um, very interesting yeah and it's it's you know one of those things that you know these people you know these these women definitely need that guidance and like I've seen articles written about that about people who are very experienced in the lifestyle taking a, a female under the wing she was like well this guy says you know he's my dom so I can't talk to like my male co-workers and they're like wait that that's not what this is about mm-hmm. like, 
Well, he, I got home and he slapped me around because he said he had to punish me. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's definitely not what this is about. <laughs> yeah. You need to, uh, you need to pump the brakes on this one. The other side effect of this that I think is negative is uh, not has really nothing to do with that lifestyle, so to speak, but has more to do with like making talking about your sexuality and your sexual lifestyle a more normal thing in public settings, especially business settings, because at work, I don't give a fuck what you want to do in the bedroom. I don't need to hear about it Mm -hmm. like at all. A good example of this was uh, the Biden administration recently appointed a transgender, non-binary person to a uh, spot in the Department of Energy. And looking at the bio to the Department of Energy when they were talking about this person that they were appointing, you know, was like, oh, you know, been a had a long career in uh, nuclear waste management and all these things. And then it was like, uh, is, is transgender, non-binary, and... Uh, fan of like pup play <laughs> and in, in his in their spare time enjoys training their noob pup and I'm just like why the fuck does this need to be on the Department of Energy's website when they're announcing this person yeah, it's why does weird. anyone give a shit didn't mention anywhere this person's background what their education was and if you actually look into this person pretty impressive. I mean, they graduate of MIT with a dual master's degree in nuclear engineering and technology and policy programming. Um, just insane background in nuclear energy. But nothing about that on the website, just that 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 this is the new the new member here. Yeah, there's the picture. This wow. is the department person. And you know what? Good. Give that person a job in the Department of Energy if they're qualified. I have no problem with that. I don't care what the person's into, what they dress like. Don't give a shit if they're good at their job. I don't want to fucking hear about their pup play on a government website, though, yeah. in their bio. Like, don't want to fucking hear it. Don't need to know it. That, like, normalizing these things are good, but publicizing them maybe well, like, no. shouldn't be our government's job. <laughs> it's not. I mean, you know, they shouldn't. They should also not put up put a post on their. You know, so-and-so is just a fan of vanilla sex. Yeah. Person <laughs> likes missionary and missionary only. Mm-hmm. No finger up the butt. No nothing. No eye contact. No lights off, motherfucker. Yeah. Lights off. I don't want to no see. No hands. Yep. No touching. No just, kissing. Just wiener in the vag. Yep. No moaning. God damn it. This motherfucker is very opposed to moaning during sex. Mm-hmm. We just, I think, gave the sexual bio of... Um, Former Vice President Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's that would perfectly describe his sex life, mm-hmm. which is funny to talk about. Don't need to see it on the government website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, just the thought of Mike Pence having sex is pretty repulsive. That <laughs> is the most like like. There's the two people that I think are probably the least sexual human beings in the world are that that guy and Al Gore. <laughs> like Al Gore is so fucking boring. I bet when he beats off, his hand falls asleep. Like he's so fucking boring. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's the two downsides. We kind of spiraled on a tangent there, but it was we really fun. did. <laughs> We're twenty five minutes into this episode already, almost. Wow. And we have not talked about a fucking thing on our list. Yes, we have. Well, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> 
Carry on, my love. Carry on. All right. So, you know, it's been a little while since I've given a kick update. That is true. You know, I talked last week about um, having to block my sub. Your former sub. My former sub. And let's see. What's the date? Today's May 1st. Yeah, like I just, I still periodically when I pop into kick lives i'll get a message like i got a guy i got a message from this guy greg smith just says hey sexy this is from last saturday and then i don't even i don't even know why oh yeah i did see this one i don't i I got another one on friday that just says hi creative yeah real creative and then there was um this one who messaged me after a couple of kick lives that we did and then all of a sudden messaged me at 3.50 this morning. Just says, hey, yeah. Yeah, and, but like you didn't respond to this person. No, never. Their previous messages mm-hmm. and then they just suddenly te- messaged you again. Then there's this guy who messaged me in January when he saw me in somebody's stream and said, how are you? And then a few weeks ago was like, hi, I have had to reinstall Kick. And for those of you that don't know, when you reinstall Kick, you lose all of your chat history. I'm not sure if we were chatting, had chatted, or had never chatted, so thought I would just start with a high. <laughs> but then today, well, actually, let me back up a second. So this we forgot to, to talk about, which was <laughs> uh, Mr. Sir. You might have seen, seen uh, some of the, hopefully, you saw some of the pictures that we put on Instagram, but one one picture that I got... Um, from this guy named Mr. Sir a few weeks ago says, hey cutie, say ah, lol, and then it's a picture of a huge erect penis with a smiley face with shades and then a winky face. So. It's like he took the shades off and then winked. My darling husband, Jason, allowed me to take a picture of his balls. Up close and personal. Very close. You these you are this is a veiny veiny mother yeah and um so i sent that to him and it actually (laughs) has the little camera icon and wrote you first no response (laughs) i can't believe you didn't respond to that i know i would definitely respond to that i mean i wouldn't send a dick picture and say say ah to a fucking stranger seriously i would definitely respond if like i texted somebody something and they sent back balls like well then this guy his profile name is Yumi Bed 69. We already know <laughs> right there. Yeah. 69. Nice. Hey cutie, QTIE. 24 male from Austria here. Want to have some fun with me and my hard thick cock? <laughs> Smiley face with the hearts for eyes. Aww. So he got the picture of your balls too. <laughs> and I wrote and my husband's balls in your mouth. <laughs> no response. No response from that. Mm-mm. Why are my balls not getting more attention on your kick? I don't know. I'm deeply offended, and I don't think these guys are equal opportunity harassers if my balls are not drawing any kind of response. But then today I got something that shocked even me a little bit, which was somebody who had seen me in a stream watching. Yeah messaged me and the message says hey and then there was a video and the video was of a woman getting fucked in the ass 
By a very large black cock. By a very large black cock. Yeah. 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 And, and if, if the guy in in the, if the profile picture is a representation of the guy, he is not black. No. But the cock in the video was very, very large dark. and very black. Yeah. And her ass was gaping white. Yeah, like <laughs> like Grand Canyon. Yeah. So what um, a hole. What a hole. So it was tempting to. Uh, Send the balls again. Yeah. But yeah, instead, I, the temptation. I blocked him and reported him. And, you know, said that because out of the three options picked that this was abusive. <laughs> and um, yes, you could see the chat. Report and block. <laughs> yep. And then, yeah, you sent them the chat history so they could see. Yeah, this is what this fucking loser sent me. But then I like that you did save the chat in your... Because uh, mm-hmm. you know, it gives you an option to either delete the chat so you don't have to see it anymore, or you can keep it mm-hmm. for future spank big material. Because I mean, it was somebody getting railed in the ass, which is, I mean, a pretty common porn category. Interracial ass ramming. I think that's like an actual category on Pornhub. You want me to see if I can forward it to you? I mean, you haven't yet. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like you don't even know me. <laughs> yeah, so that that happened actually not very long ago today before we recorded. Yeah, you were getting out of the shower. You're like, you are not going to believe the message I just got on kick. I was like, okay, that's. I, mean, I bet I'll believe it, but it did surprise me. I was a little surprised. <laughs> so you showed me something the other day, and now we can't get back to it because there's no. You, you, we didn't get screenshots or anything. Yeah, but this was. <laughs> fucking fascinating to me this is funny yeah so there's this chick on kick named aura green and she does um you know she's she's a lot of times she's basically advertising and recruiting for her only fans type thing pretty common yep and she is the one a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about how I went into this stream where there was like 8,000 people. And when I went there, it was like, you know, gone to the bathroom or gone to get something to eat. And she was just gone. And it was her, that was her. And then when I went into another kick live, she was in that kick live watching. She was like gifting and watching that particular kick live so that was the person the other person that was in this scenario that we're about to set up is um this chick called cassidy tv live very non-sexual actually has like some kind of comedy thing that she showed that she does on, on kick that she's gotten approval to do and so there was on aura's instagram there were uh screenshots of conversation back and forth bullshit between her and Cassidy in one of the streams. I didn't even see which stream it was. And uh, then the next screenshot was her laughing at Cassidy getting banned. <laughs> but from her stream, right? From from I, this girl's, commenting in this girl's stream. Not like banned from Kick, right? I don't know. It just said banned. Okay. Maybe. Maybe it was from this stream. I'm not sure. It was a weird thing, but it was stupid. Crazy, like, (laughs) kick beef going on. And I think that's what fascinated me about this. Like, I mean, every avenue that where you can have 
contact of any kind with another human being, there's going to be squabbles and arguments or beef, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the, even this goofy kick streaming. So I'm thinking that maybe that's how we need to build yeah. our viewership is we start doing a kick stream or we do it on Twitch, mm-hmm. which we're setting up a Twitch account right now. Um, but where we critique kick lives. Yeah. Could record us doing that. Yeah, just, just live stream us talking crazy shit about all these kick live streams. And, you know, not... Not the low-hanging fruit, not like, oh, she's ugly, she's fat, she doesn't look like her profile picture. We're not going to, like, body shame or be just yeah. shitty about it, but, you know, content, I think, is what needs to mm-hmm. be Yeah, shamed. agreed. The stupidity of some of these fucking people. hmm And uh, we could expand it beyond Kick Lives, because we could tap into this whole F-Boy Island thing. Yeah, um, which I think also fits with these presumably F-Boy... Or F-boy wannabes who send, you know, unsuspecting people. You don't even know if it's a woman on the other end of that unsolicited dick or anal sex video pictures that you're sending. (laughs) Fucking weird. But yeah, we, so that was a good segue because we, last night, well, so let me just preface this by saying we were interested in watching F-boy Island, which is on HBO Max, which by the way, I don't know why they're continuing to say F-Boys in the actual show, but we start, we wanted to watch that some time ago when it came out because Nikki Glaser is the host and it was getting good reviews and she was enjoying it and stuff like that. And I'm not a huge Nikki Glaser fan, but I was curious to see what, you know, it was about. And, and like, not, I like Nikki Glaser more than I like Nikki Glaser's comedy, I think, a lot of times. For sure, and that's fair. And I thought, you know, the episode we watched last night, she seemed really natural. It didn't really seem... It, scripted and um and, and uh she it did it did seem her jokes were you know on the, a little bit on the nose to some extent but funny which i think is reasonable um yeah, and a show like that with iqs that she the iqs she's working with i think the jokes have to be on the nose yeah so you know some time ago we we wanted to watch this but for whatever reason we were like oh even though we have hbo max supposedly through hulu we can't access this show it took us I mean, that was when we were living in the old house. So it's probably been five or six months now at yeah. this point to figure out that we could still access it. We had to actually access it through the HBO Max app. Which so, we could log into with our Hulu information. With, with our Hulu information. So um, we wound up watching the first episode of F-Boy Island, which they continue to say F-Boys throughout the show. And it's really annoying. It's really annoying. It's HBO. Just say fuck boy, okay? Grow up, Peter Pan. You're not living in Never Neverland. You can say fuck. It's HBO. And they have been saying fuck. Yeah, they cuss all the time on there. Why don't they just say fuck boys? F boy sounds R worded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like just fucking just say fuck boy. Mm-hmm. But um, so there's three women. That are vying for the attention of 24 guys. Yep. 12 of these guys are nice guys. The other 12 are self-proclaimed fuckboys. F-boys, I'm sorry. Anyway. Which uh, also doesn't do justice for the concept of a fuckboy and the fact that these guys are actually saying that they are fuckboys does not help man's cause. No, it definitely doesn't. It's... And oh god, they're dumb. 
the the, the guys are dumb. The one of the girls in particular, one of the women, mm-hmm. is so fucking dumb. The one CJ, like yeah, like I said last night, the word vapid was all that I could think of because there's just no substance. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on between those ears, nothing at all. Yeah. I was like, what's that sound? Oh, that's the wind whistling through her ears. <laughs> I thought somebody was blowing a conch shell in the background <laughs> on this tropical island. It would make sense, but nope, it was her. Damn, she dumb. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And uh, they did their first round of elimination, so they each got to pick one person to eliminate. Mm-hmm. And two out of the three that they eliminated were nice guys. Shocking. Yeah. Because they have to try to figure this out. It's not known which ones are the fuck boys and which mm-hmm. ones are the nice guys. So the girls have to figure it out. Uh, the one that was a fuck boy didn't surprise me at really? all. I was like, yeah, he's a fuck Kind boy. of surprised me a little bit. But then I guess they were also... Pro- I think that the show was framing him t- to not look that way. They were trying too yeah. hard to make him look like a nice guy. That's why I was like, oh, yeah. he's definitely a fuck boy. And I don't know. He just had that look about him. He looks like... Uh, okay, this is going to sound racist and whatever uh he reminded me of the guy that played harold from um mm-hmm. harold and kumar yeah when he was on how i met your mother and he was the sleazy jefferson coots yeah or whatever no not jefferson coots uh right but i know jeff coatsworth or some shit like that he, he was, was he was a law firm that was interviewing yeah marshall, marshall. And, and took him out wine mm-hmm. and dined and was the sleazy like that guy came off a little bit with that energy mm. and that's why i was like oh he's just an asian fuckboy that's the character that Harold or whatever his name was was playing. Yeah, so. I think his real name is Henry Cho. Okay, I couldn't. I don't think I've ever known his. I mean, know the um, Kumar. Yeah. I can't think of his name, but I know Cal it. Cal Penn. Yeah, Cal Penn. <clears throat> but I never could. Anyway, yeah, he just came off as like, oh yeah, he's definitely a fuck boy. So that didn't surprise me. Uh, and the other two also, I was like, yeah, they're they're nice guys. It was pretty obvious. One of them wrote a poem, which yeah. I know is not beyond a fuckboy's mode, like means, but no, I did think it was. I was I was bummed to see him get kicked off. Yeah, but I knew it was going to happen. She was she just didn't like him. No, like he he was the the guy before was very forward, and she was like, and he was like rude. He like butted in yeah. when another guy like turned his back, and she was like, oh, he's so aggressive. I kind of like it. And the other guy just came over and was like. Hey, I'd, like I'd a love few to minutes. talk to you. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you. Just have like two minutes to talk to you, just one on one. And she was like, "Oh, I can't believe he was that aggressive." And I yeah, was like, I was like, "What? He was a lot nicer about it than the other guy was." Yeah, but you don't. Uh, yeah, she was. I don't like her either. <laughs> no, the one that's uh, like, "Oh, I can definitely tell a fuck boy." Mm-hmm. And then you know she dismissed the nice guy and was like, "Oh no, I wish we had more time together." I was like, mm, "Maybe you would have if you weren't such a dumb shit." So more to follow on that as we watch that. Yeah, we're going to have to do weekly uh, F-Boy Island updates. Yep. Yep. But kick beefs and F-Boys. Yeah. That's what we're all about here. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So I have a question. I, I guess it's not really a question. It's just some things that I've been thinking about. I'd love to get your thoughts on, you know, guys and cuddling. Maybe it's that the word cuddling is so icky. (laughs) Icky. Do you think guys like to... What's a better word than cuddling? Um, Not snuggling. No, just not 
not I don't know I don't know what the right I don't know what the right thing is caressing that's definitely not I it. love when you <laughs> caress me you know I caress my hair Jean <sighs> caress sorry go ahead okay I've, I've been thinking about the fact that I think it's a sad a little bit sad that for whatever reason, and maybe this is just in my my mind, which is why what I'd like your input about, that men are painted to not enjoy those little subtle bits of intimacy. So, you know, I was always under the impression that, like, if a guy was going to sit and, like, hold you and, for lack of a better word cuddle a little bit yeah that that meant there was something more there because guys don't do that guys don't want to do that like if they if they don't want or don't have a strong emotional attachment to you they don't enjoy that kind of thing you know and I've just started realizing that or not really realizing because you know I know that you and I enjoy that that type of thing but we've been together a long time um, in fact, I think maybe you enjoy it more now than I do, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I just, it just, I feel like it's a disservice to everybody involved for there to be this, um, thought that guys don't in, enjoy stuff like that. And the reason I say that is when guys do participate in that willingly and enjoy it, and women are, or maybe just me, taught to believe that guys only care about one thing. And, you know, if they're 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 not going to just do something like that just because. So when they do, it must mean that they really like you, you know. Yeah, or not that they don't really. That just, yeah, just yeah. A like, hook you know, up or a friends with benefits type situation. Yeah, yeah, I guess it just, it took me, like, I'd never really thought that, like, friends with benefits might do something like that. You know, because if you're true friends, then. Even and even if you're not, like that could still be an enjoyable experience for both people. And so, I mean, I don't know. Ray always tried to cuddle with me, but uh, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't do that with friends. But it was a little different. <laughs> yeah. So you just let him suck your dick, and then yeah, exactly. He had to go. Yeah, he had to get out. <laughs> no, we're not cuddling. This isn't love. Know your place, bitch. But I do think that. That and so that's why you know this this maybe this thought process of well guys don't do that unless it's somebody that they really want to be with or have really strong feelings for could also contribute to why women are so confused about stuff like that. But they must love me. It's actually Max, really I put my arms around you appropriate, I think, and and okay to be put yourself in the, those situations and. Like, even two people who don't have strong emotional feelings towards each other, but they're enjoying each other's company, you know, might. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think part of it could be that that's a more old-fashioned line of thinking that men don't like to cuddle. Uh, Because, you know, guys do now, and I think it's a more common thing probably now Mm -hmm. that, that guys aren't as... You know, this isn't a life is not a '90s sitcom. Or like, oh God, I've I've sex with her. She's gonna want to cuddle. Like that used to be a joke in like Mm -hmm. every, you know, fucking Married with Children episode or you know any show Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. followed after that was just you know, 
guys, they want the sex, they want to be left alone. Or I guess with Married with Children, Al didn't even want the sex. He didn't want anything <laughs> to do with his wife. That was always the weirdest fucking thing to me. But I did have a friend tell me one time that he was, and he was, he's about my age, and he was like, I don't know, man, I'm kind of over sex, though. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd just rather, like, rub one out and go to sleep. It's so much less work. I was like, God damn, dude, you're, he wasn't even 40 yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a, it's kind of sad, but no, I, I think the cuddling is is definitely more acceptable today, and and more guys are, or guys aren't taught, not you know that that's a feminine thing, mm-hmm. you know, like when we first started seeing each other, our second date, we were on your couch sitting there, and I had my arms around you, and you talked about how nice it felt, and it did, it was it felt yeah. really good. That was our second date. Well, I remember that. And that was before I went down on you on your couch. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was. It was it was you know, we had not had sex at that point. We had made out a little bit at the bar. Yeah. Or a lot of it. Uh at the yeah. bar. A lot. We did we made out a lot at that bar that night. Um Yeah, we were just he said, cuddling on the couch. And it was very pleasant. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. It felt good. Agreed. Um Also, I think you know, for friends with benefits, cuddling, things like that. You know, if a woman's going to let you put your shriveled schmeckle in her, <laughs> you should probably, you know, show some affection. Be like, thank you. You know, it doesn't have to be a I love you and want to spend the rest yeah. of my life with you cuddle. But it could be like, you know what? You touched my balls. That was really great of you because they are a pretty repulsive thing. Balls are not attractive. <laughs> but you juggle them in your mouth like you were fucking, you know, enjoying the most delicious treat on the planet. And for that, I hug you. Yeah. You know, it does do feel nice. Yeah, do something nice. Show some affection. Your junk is probably pretty fucking gross, dude. She touched <laughs> it. You should, you should definitely show some affection there. Be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> right? Maybe take her to an aquarium. Out to well, see some flowers. I, cuddle something. I'd be no. That's a date. Is it, or can it just be a you know, an an a activity of appreciation? I think that that needs to be verbalized. Okay. And verbalize it. Be like, look, I'm going to take you to the aquarium. We're going to go see some pretty fish because I appreciate you touching my junk. Yes, exactly. Just like that. After we cuddle. Like, yeah. I think that's a that's that's where the world needs to go. Mm-hmm. The future's Can, not feminine. The future's not masculine. The future is just less shitty to each other. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I think if we just go in that direction, we'd be in mm-hmm. a better place. Mm-hmm. But we're still going to make fun of you. Just know that's going to happen. <laughs> if you don't believe that anybody, people will make fun of fucking anything, look at this Johnny Depp story. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Some of the details that have come out about this are fucking horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also quite comical. I mean, it's sad. It's abuse. Like, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. She was an abusive partner. Batshit crazy. The damage that this is going to do, like... And and this is a result of damage from other things. Like the, the whole the whole deal is the result of all the like believe all women people. Yeah. They just you can't that's a horrible blanket statement. If somebody said believe all men, you'd be like, Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of crazy men out there. Guess what? There's a lot of crazy fucking women too. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what you get as a result of an overcorrection. Because like the mm-hmm. Me Too movement had to happen. Yeah. Like it had to happen, without a doubt. Shit had to change or people needed to start getting killed. Like there was, you know, yeah. there was one or the other. Like there was, it, it was, 
it was at a, it had reached a boiling over point. It was at the breaking point, and the Me Too movement needed to correct things. But then there was this overcorrection where you had these fucking psychos. They they had to make it political, and are like, no, you have to believe all women. And I'm like, eh, do we? Because I mean, look, Casey Anthony's a woman. Look, look into it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, be like, all right, we'll see. But whatever happened to the like innocent until proven guilty thing? Mm. You know, like that just. They went completely out the window in, in the name of supposed feminism mm-hmm. uh, to just believe all women. It doesn't matter. And there were so many false accusations flying around. It was like, holy shit. A lot of, and then there were even more true stories flying around, like, you know, crazy shit that had happened. Cosby, Weinstein, yeah, all these, fuck. you know, uh, this crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, oh, the comedian. Fuck, that would... Jerky. Uh, Louis C.K.? Yeah, Louis C.K., you know, that whole deal. Uh, the jerky boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, his was less bad. Than no, babe, it wasn't because he was still in other places where he didn't ask first and was jerking off around other people, okay? True, true, true. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I guess I'm thinking of, there, there are stories where he would ask and we'll be like, yeah, but there were other it. times where like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, he's just jerking in the backseat. That's what he does. That's not okay. No, that's not okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's like a Chucky from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, that's still not as bad as what Harvey Weinstein was doing, though. No, like raping yeah. people. You know, there's. But I mean, still, hopefully, like, hopefully Louis C.K. would. You know, if he probably shouldn't have done that to begin with, but if somebody said, "Hey, put that away," put it away. Yeah, um, but you know, these are the people that needed to be outed. These are the people that this shit needed to stop. But then, you know, Amber Heard. There, there was. Audio recording Johnny Depp had of Amber Heard saying, you know, you're a straight white guy. Nobody's going to believe you. Mm-hmm. You tell them I'm abusing you. I tell them you're abusing me. They're going to believe me. You don't have a chance. Luckily, he was smart enough to be recording this because I guess he knew this bitch is crazy and kind of saw this, you know, saw the road this was going down. Makes you wonder what it is. And this is just sad, I suppose. Like, why did he marry her to begin with? Yeah. I have, you know, I have friends who have I've had that same thought about, like, you know, good-looking guys, successful guys, smart. It's Johnny fucking Depp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> None of these guys that I knew were Johnny Depp. But I've had friends of mine that would marry someone. I'm like, why the fuck would he marry her? I have one friend in particular that's just, like, standing out in my head, just, like, blaring his name because... Like, he was such a good dude, and he was dating this crazy bitch. Just, she was so fucking crazy and shitty and horrible to him. And then they were living together, and she just got worse. And then he ended up marrying her. They had kids, and then divorced. Shocking. And I'm like, and he was, he was like, yeah, man, that's, that, you know, if I, I'm afraid if I break up with her, I can't, it will never do any better. And like, every girl I knew had a crush on him. Like almost every female I knew was like, he's gorgeous. He's like so smart and he's handsome. He's a big dude too, like big, broad-shouldered, you know, tall, good-looking dude, and had long hair and shit, and like women loved him. And he was scared he couldn't do any better than this fucking crazy woman, and he married her. I mean, that happens to women too, though. Oh, without a doubt. But I think that's kind of like you know, 
if that can happen to Johnny Depp, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. Because the dude could have damn near any woman in the world yep. that wouldn't shit in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the, the whole the story about her, you know, I use this makeup concealer to hide the bruises on my face. The makeup company's like, we didn't even make that when you two were together. Go fuck yourself. You're a liar. Uh, I saw a, a deal on here that was talking about how Jason Momoa talked about that her getting fired from Aquaman, the Aquaman series, because she was in that. Amber Heard was? Uh-huh. And there was, there was something about him saying he, they were, like, sick of her lies and all this. And after all this Johnny Depp stuff came out, they're like, you're fired. <laughs> I mean, it cost Johnny Depp a spot in, what, the Fantastic Beasts movies? One, yeah. Cause I think he had played in one or two of them, and he was going to be in sequels. And they, even though, I th- don't think he was actually found guilty... No, he never was. That was and the thing. And then they, uh, yeah, they still, I think actually it had already come out that she'd said it, it was a, a lie. Yeah, she got caught. And um, Some, there was they, they still fired him. Yeah. Did they refer him or did he? He's, no, they it, fired him. Okay. I was thinking he, they asked him to step well, down, but. whatever. That's still getting fired. Thing. Yeah. Well, that's going to lead us into our ridiculousness. Okay. For today. So I have two clips here. One of them I've heard. One of them I've listened to. The other one I have not. And so I figured we'd listen to the other one together. And I, you know, hear it for the first time together. But I'm going to play the, the first one here, which I think will be very dear, near and dear to you. So grotesque. It was so bizarre. <laughs> On my side of the bed, this piece of art. <laughs> and I knew in my mind and in my heart, it was her fecal matter. <laughs> oh my god. And she tried to blame it on the dogs. They weigh four pounds in a teeth of yours. <laughs> I up there on it was not the dogs because it was human fecal matter human fecal matter she dropped a grumpy onto the bed you didn't say that she was throwing shots at your face at your head so I grabbed her by the shoulders and then I said no more fecal matter serve at the end yeah human fecal matter by metallica as as recorded by johnny depp <laughs> so the other one it's just called johnny depp's trial human fecal matter original song i have no idea what this is penthouse three i left at four thirty in the morning and from that moment on i did not see misheard until May 21st. And why was that? Why was that? I received some news. What was that? What was that? That was 
absurd and grotesque. And then I was shown a picture of what the problem was. What was the photograph of Mr. Depp? Um, it was a photograph of the bed, our bed. And on my side of the bed was human fecal matter. What was that? What was that? We can stop it. Why was that? Why was that? I could only laugh. Human fecal matter. Okay, I think we're done. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so maybe this wasn't my best internet ridiculousness, but the the, the Metallica song was good, I thought. <coughs> yeah. Anything with Metallica and Johnny Depp. Right? Two of your favorites. Yep. Did you know that I was once like six, seven feet from Kirk Hammond and Metallica? Oh my God, I'll fucking kill you. (laughs) 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 On our anniversary. Yeah, I know. I remember. (laughs) You're never going to let me live that down. Nope. I'm also probably never going to stop mentioning that I was that close to Kirk Hammond. And you should be ashamed of yourself for not actually saying anything to him. I know. That I should be. Like, it was, uh, that was the opportunity of a lifetime, standing that close to a uh, fucking legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll be back in Hawaii, though. We'll have our chance. I'm sure he's going to stay there. He's been there for a long time. He's, uh... He's back and forth. I don't think he just lives there, though. No, I mean, he... He's I, at home. You know, he, I think he might have a home there. Yeah, he does. He has a home there, and I think... I think he spends a lot of time there, though. Like, when he's not doing stuff with the band and touring and doing, doing things where he has to be on the mainland, it sounds like he's in Hawaii. Like, I think he's up on the North Shore more now. Probably. That would make sense. I don't know. He, he posted some pictures of him, like, out on the east side, though, surfing. Like, southeast, like, Hawaii Kai area in the last mm. six to eight months. I mean, that's where you surfing. saw him was in the Hawaii Kai area, right? Yeah, I mean, it was Honolulu, but, but um, oh, the but east side of Honolulu. Yeah. Uh, Saw a great aerial image today of uh, Diamond Head. Mm. It's this horrible Photoshop where this guy was like sitting on this like wooden platform, but looking down on over Diamond Head and all. I was like, "There's nowhere you can look." <laughs> That's fucking stupid. There's like a you know either drone. It's probably a helicopter that somebody was in taking pictures, and this person acted like they were on some big platform overlooking Diamond Head <laughs> from way the fuck up above. It's weird. Kind of made me miss it though. Yeah, we were talking about we miss miss Hawaii, but don't miss the cockroaches. Or the lizards shitting on everything. Yeah. That was a... We're going to definitely, when we go back, have to do some better pest control. Absolutely. Sealing up stuff so the lizards... I love the lizards. Like, I love seeing them, but man, they they do shit on everything. Yeah, and occasionally we'd find, like, half a lizard. Yeah, that's the perils of having a cat in the house. Yeah, um pieces of lizard and roaches yeah, the cockroaches in hawaii are just horrific they're big they're huge and like the the pest control people when i talked to them actually it, what they said was surprising like the those they're not actual cockroaches mm-hmm. they're whatever bugs and they actually don't live in your house they live outside and then come into the house well uh, i guess that's i don't know if that's better yeah, I mean, you're still seeing them in the house. It's still repulsive, so I don't know. We're going to have to yeah. do some work when we go back. Get sprayed <laughs> and actually keep the kitchen cleaner. 
Yeah, and that's that she said. Uh, they come in your house whether your house is clean or not. Like that's one thing she did tell me. The lady at the pest control place. She's like, you know, I know people in you know in the mainland. If you have cockroaches in your house, it's because shit's nasty. She said, but those things are going to come. Well, in your yeah, house, but no they're like when they're are, when they are crawling over the shit in the kitchen, and that's oh, well, yeah, primarily yeah. where we're finding them because yeah. we saw them there more than anything. And yeah. the bathroom and the bathrooms because they come in around water pipes is what she said. Well, that and that's where we can spray. But like when I yeah. see them in the kitchen or in the sink or you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, nasty bastards. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a... In the bed. Great Ooh. repulsive way to end this couple, fucking A couple podcast. times they were in the bed. <sighs> that one fell on you in the middle of the night? That, that I think that happened. I never found that one, but there were the there was the two times when, uh, when I was giving the toddler then baby his nighttime bottle and I felt something crawling on me. And I like jumped out of the bed, dropped his bottle. He started crying. You came in. I was like, I know there's a fucking roach in there. And it was dark. And there was another time when I was changing the shirt, a shirt. And I think there was a roach in the shirt. Oh, my God. I don't even want to think about these things anymore. Ugh. That's going to take some getting used to. Yeah. When we go back, that's going to be rough. Like cockroaches again and lizard shit. Good times. Good times. <laughs> But I miss Hawaii. <laughs> yep, do, I do miss Hawaii. We ran into some people from Hawaii at the farmer's market We yesterday. did. Here in Maryland, uh, ran into people who had, I guess they'd been living here for a couple of years, but had lived uh-huh. in Hawaii um, not long before us. So it was a, that's kind of a funny coincidence. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, at, uh, we're over an hour now. Cool. We made it. Yeah. Next week is Mother's Day. It is. Your what? dad will be here. Yeah. I'll be leading the harem. I know, not, I know that's not the right word, way to use that word, but what would that be? A, a harem of men. Um. No. No. What I a mean. Harem-in? I. <laughs> I mean, it's not the right thing to say because I feel like harem. Uh, typically, involves some type of uh, sexual lust, if nothing oh, else. Yeah. And yeah. you guys are all my family. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope there's still some sexual lust here. But, yeah. You know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be we'll be led by Mistress Jean um, for Mother's Day. Um, so uh, I think I'm gonna go by Madam. Madam Jean. The Madam. Nice, I like that. Nice ring to it. Mm-hmm. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there because this is a going to be our last podcast to come out before Mother's Day. Yeah. So, um, happy Mother's Day. Thank you for passing humans to your vagina or other orifices cut into your body. Whatever. Thanks for making these little shits. So there's more of us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Love you, Jean. I love you too, baby. And bye, everybody. Ciao.